Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi and welcome to the 10 Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business trainer, author of Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner, and Food Truck 201, Get Off the Truck. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. Last week, we started going through each chapter of Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner. We got through the first five chapters. This week, we're on chapters 6 through 10. And today, we're talking about writing a business plan. That's chapter number 9, The Dreaded Business Plan. I get asked frequently, do I really need a business plan? It's just a food truck. And the answer is absolutely you do. If you don't have a business plan, then you have not thought your business through. You don't really know if it's going to be profitable or not, if it even has potential to be profitable. So you got to do the business plan. It doesn't have to be a complicated 40 or 60 page document. It just has to be thought out. First thing you're going to do is write your mission plan or your mission statement. The mission statement, all it has to be is what you intend to do with your food truck and the vision you have for the food truck. It's going to be the most flavorful. It's going to be the most awesome. doesn't really matter what the vision is. You just want to articulate that in a way so that people, when you're talking to them about your business, that's what you're telling them. One or two sentences, and that explains your food truck. Let me give you an example. This is from when we had a food trailer, and it says the Pirate's Galley will be a unique and positively memorable food vending experience bound by the moral, legal, and ethical standards of our industry. That's one sentence, and that says a whole bunch right there. We're going to be unique and positively memorable, and you can look at that in a couple of different ways. You can just isolate the word positively, meaning that we're going to be always upbeat and positive and never negative, but then when you associate it with the positively memorable food experience, experience. Now it's going to be an upbeat and very memorable. So it stresses memorable. So you can look at it in two different ways. Then the second sentence goes, ensuring that we deliver high quality and delicious food served by a fast and friendly staff in a sparkling and clean environment. And we will support our local community through ongoing charitable donations and volunteer work. That lays out how the business is going to operate. And it hits the key points that I always talk about. Quality, service, cleanliness, and community. Quality deals with the food. Service deals with the staff. Cleanliness, obviously, is the sanitation. And then community is what you do for the local civic community, the people that are supporting you. And then you, in turn, support things that are near and dear to your heart. That's all a mission statement is. The next part of a business plan, and this is where people start to to panic a little bit because it goes into the narrative part. You're just going to talk about the team and the organization. Real simple. Who's on the team, which would be you. And if you have a partner or a spouse, you're going to list them. If you have a key employee, you're going to list them. You want to explain how the company is organized. Is it going to be... A sole proprietorship? Is it going to be an LLC? Is it going to be an S-Corp or partnership? You're just going to explain those details. You're going to talk about the background of the company. How do we come up with this idea? How have we developed the recipes? What have we done to get us to the point that we're at today to commit to operating a food truck? And there should be some type of background there. You can't just decide today, oh, we'll buy a food truck and then go out and buy one. The point that you've made that decision to spend the money, you should have put a lot of thought into it. And that's what you're talking about here. What prompted me 
to believe that I could operate a food truck and what my food's going to be all about. Then you can have a section where you're talking about the guest problem and then your solution. And the guest problem would be that, say, your cuisine is underserved in your area. You have a specific ethnic cuisine that is just absolutely awesome and there's just not enough other competitors here selling that. You're going to fill that void. Or it could be that you're just going to go to a part of the city where they don't have any food trucks. Or you're going to go to a part of the city where there's not a lot of restaurants and people need that quick and easy food. You're just figuring out what the problem is and you're going to solve it. So you explain what the problem is and how you will solve it with your food truck. Then you're going to have a section in your business plan on the products. Just list everything that you've talked about or everything that we have talked about in chapter two, which was all about your menu. List all your products and get into a little bit of details about them. You know, you might be using fresh baked buns. Where are you getting those from? You might be using locally sourced meats. Where are you getting that from? You want to talk about the menu and really talk about what it's going to deliver that makes you different than every other food truck that's out there. You want to talk about the prices and the price ranges. You don't necessarily have to have everything down to the penny, but you do want to talk about we're going to have a premium line of products and they'll sell between this and this. We're going to have a uh, line of products that will sell between this and this. We'll do drinks for you know two to three dollars, whatever. But you want to let people know what you're going to be selling but again, in a short format, but list it all out. And you want to talk about the roundness of your menu. And what I mean by that is you've got some entrees, you got some mains, you got some desserts, and you got some drinks. That means that somebody steps up to your food truck or food trailer is able to get a good meal and it be a well-rounded meal. Not necessarily that it's healthy. You can choose to be healthy or not, but it has to be delicious no matter what direction you go in. After you talked about your menu, you're going to get into how you're going to market your business and your social media. And if you notice everything that we're talking about to this point is also kind of following along in the chapters of the book. If you're doing all the things that I've got listed in the book, you can write your business plan. So you're going to talk about the social media, how you can do it, what platforms, what your current following is, what you project your following to be, how you're going to attain new followers, and then what you're physically going to do for marketing. Some of the things I mentioned like radio or printing flyers, having business cards, having punch cards, those kind of things. Then you're also going to talk about your competition. You want to talk about the competition's market share. Now, it's pretty near impossible to get any kind of numbers from your competition. And if you do, they're probably going to be lying. But what you want to look at is if you go and visit your competition, if you go, say, on this Friday and go to the grilled cheese truck and you go the next Friday to a burger truck, are they similarly busy? Which one seems to be more popular? You can look at their social media and see who has the bigger following on social media. So you can kind of see who the leader is in your market area and determine who's your real competition and who's just a fly-by-night that's probably going to be closed at the end of the year. You'll be able to tell those things from visits and from their own social media marketing. And when you go to do those visits, you want to analyze everything about them. What's the quality of the food? What's the service? What's the cleanliness? And how are they interacting with me? What's their community? So again, QSCC, that's how you grade them. That's how you'll be graded. And you look for weaknesses. And then you list those weaknesses in your business plan. This is how I can be better than XYZ food truck. This is how I can be better than this other food truck. You can't just puff your chest out and say, my food's better. you got to be able to prove it. You know, we will use locally sourced ingredients. We will uh, have speed of service and I will monitor the speed of service so that I can beat this other truck that's taking 20 minutes to get a burger out and I can do it in seven or eight. And then you prove that by having those timing mechanisms in place. And then the hard part about the, or the hardest part for a lot of people is doing the projections, doing the math. And I like to do it as simply as possible. I like to build from the ground up. So when we're talking about a projection, how much money can I actually make in the business? We're going to talk about first your break-even point. 
The break-even point is when you have paid all the bills, and then every dollar that comes in beyond the break-even point is partially profit. The only thing that's not profit out of that dollar is paying for the food and the labor that it took to build that particular sandwich or that particular dollar. So once you have that break-even point number, you're going to translate that into how many guests does it take. So let's say that you do your break-even point and you determine that you need $600 in sales per day to pay all the bills and you can pay yourself out of that. That's perfectly acceptable to have a salary built into your break-even point for yourself. Because I want to take away the excuse, I've been doing this three years and I ain't made no money yet. Well, that was your choice. So you have that break-even point, including paying yourself a salary. And that break-even point, again, pays for all the bills and you determine what that daily number is. Let's say it's 600. You take 600 and divide it by whatever you think your average check is going to be. Each guest that comes up to you has to represent a dollar amount to you. Just for ease of math, let's say that your average check is $15. So 600 divided by 15 means you need 40 people coming to your food truck every single day to be able to pay all the bills and to be on the side of profit. Now, of course, your goal is to make more than that. You want to be able to have profit and pay yourself bonuses and pay your staff bonuses. You want to have money to reinvest back into your business. But you know it takes 40 people a day. That's the minimum. So that's your, your basis. I need 40 people coming every single day. Otherwise, I don't really have a business. I have a hobby. Then you're going to think of how many people can I re reasonably handle with my food truck. The very first goal I tell everyone to work towards is to be able to take one order every minute. Okay, so that's 60 people an hour. Now, most food trucks aren't going to be able to hit that, especially right off the bat, because they have limiting capacity on cooking and holding, and that's okay. I can get into how to train people, but that'll make this video be about two hours long. But the point is, you got to know what the minimum number. In my example, 40 guests coming a day. If you're open four hours a day, that means you only need how many people? Ten per hour. And remember, my goal for a food truck is to be able to serve 60 people an hour. So you're well under the potential. 10 people an hour is not a whole lot of people. So what if you can move it to 15 and then you can make more money on that? Now you have profit. You're on the profit side. So the business plan is based on what can you reasonably handle? Is it 15 an hour? Awesome. Now you got a number you can, can put in projections. And then everything else is just a function of all the expenses you've been listing all through the book, your food cost. So I talk about on some of the spreadsheets that I make available to you guys that are in the book, the break-even point, how to figure your propane usage, how to figure your uh, gasoline consumption on the generator. Talk about all those different expenses. And then the numbers now are not mysterious. They're not guesses. It's all based on what I need to be able to make money. I need 10 people an hour, the four hours I'm open, or 15 people an hour, or 20, whatever that number is. Once you know it, you got to focus on making it happen. That's all a business plan is. But if you don't have a plan, guess what you're doing? You're crossing your fingers and hoping enough people come today that you'll have a little bit of le money left over to buy stuff for tomorrow to serve tomorrow. And that's not a business. That, my friends, is a hobby. Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades-old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.